Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is the show that looks at the why and the what and the how of living a slower, simpler life in a, in a very fast-paced world. My name is Brooke McCallery. Thank you very much for joining me. And my name is Ben McCallery. And welcome. Welcome to Monday. <laughs> Providing you're listening to this on a Monday, of course. Otherwise, turn it off and wait until Monday. Exactly. <laughs> Very direct of you. Very, yeah, sorry about that. This is the second episode in a series that looks at people's why. Mm. A really important theme that comes up a lot, doesn't it, in our conversations? It does come up a lot. It's something I've, I've, I've written about even before the podcast started um, and have been slowly kind of working out my why. why, but also why it's so important and, and all the different ways that it actually affects and impacts the choices that we make and the things that we do and the, the ways that we do them. And we figured, given that these Monday shows this year are really, we're really trying to help you either be, be inspired, like deeply inspired, or give you a, a very specific action to take. Because what we want you to do is not only go, yeah, slow living's great, don't know how to actually instigate any of it. So we want you to be able to walk away from episodes with something to do, with something that's going to make you move forward. Um, and I, you know, I think the idea of why can sometimes be this nebulous kind of thing that we understand. Yep. It's, it's important, but it never really goes beyond that. We don't know how to use it in our day-to-day lives. So that's really what the next couple of episodes are about. Starting to distill your why down, which we spoke about last week into something a little more concrete, a little more like real life day-to-day kind of, kind of stuff. So we ask you to start thinking about your why, and that's all. Just be aware of it and start thinking about it. This week, we talk about putting that why down on paper, don't we? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So we're kind of, again, taking it a level down and starting to crystallize it. So what does that look like? For me, it's been, and I've spoken about it quite a few times before, it was essentially the act of writing my eulogy. And I've come to discover since that there is a couple more steps beyond that 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 really help to to make clear what our why is. But this was the big turning point for me. When I sat down, we were in Canada. I had picked up a a writing prompts book to try and get me to start writing a bit more. And one of the first things that I saw when I opened up the book was write your eulogy in three sentences. And, And I did. It took me a while and it was really challenging and quite confronting, but one of the most instrumental, instructional things I've ever done in terms of anything like this. Uh, but I do know that for some people, the idea of writing your eulogy can be quite confronting, but, but too confronting. Yeah. Like to the point of like damage, yeah. yeah, like doing damage. Exactly. Than... And I, of course I would never, uh, you know, never advise people to do that if it was something that was really uncomfortable in that way. So the other thing we kind of talk about is legacy. It, sometimes it can be more helpful for people to think about legacy. Hmm. So what, basically what you want to leave behind or... What mark you want to leave on the world. Yeah. So uh, that's really what we want to focus on today over the next few minutes is, is just starting to, I guess, give you some options or some, some ways of thinking about this and ways of framing it for yourself so that you can, over the next week, just head off and, and maybe start putting some ideas down on paper as to what your, your why is.
was a little bit hesitant to to include our own in this because I, I it is specifically about you it's not about us it's not about what we've done but sometimes i do think it can be helpful to see the process that, that others have gone through in order to get to theirs and we're still going through it like and we're going to talk about that over the next couple of weeks but it's very much a, a work in progress and i think it always will be mm-hmm. figuring out your why and, and kind of evolving it down to something really granular um, so for that reason, we did decide to kind of just touch on, on our own a little bit. Yeah, and we've done it a little bit differently. You're going to share your eulogy. I am, which I have shared before on you the have. podcast a while ago. So this may not be new for everyone, but no. everyone knows that I start to tear up when you start talking about your eulogy. <laughs> Quick to laugh, creative, compassionate, with a wicked sense of humour, mum was never without a new plan or an adventure on the horizon. She made one hell of an old-fashioned, was spontaneous, loyal, introspective, and believed wholeheartedly that we all have a responsibility to leave the world a better place than we found it. Mum, we will miss you always. Thank you for our roots, but thank you even more for our wings. (laughs) It's not just you who teared up today, Benjamin. So for me... Just as important as the words that I wrote down uh, is the image that I have of our kids delivering that. And I think for me, that is almost the crux of my eulogy right there. It's the people that I've been able to impact. It's the people who have meant the most to me. And for me, it's about living my life according to that now rather than waiting for things to come together in a way that will allow me to do it later. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Moving on to you, Ben. (laughs) So mine's a little bit different and it's more like the legacy. It's more like I liken it to what's my bumper sticker message of what I am, in essence, what I've done. And it all comes down to action. Or putting things in practice so that classic practice what you preach saying is exactly the core element behind my legacy so i want to leave behind this legacy of not only talking telling sharing stories but putting in action the words that i say and i've done different things in terms of eulogies and things, but that's, I just wanted mm. to share another example of what mm. you, what I you think can it, do. But I also think it's helpful and a lot of people relate to that because not ev- like we said, not everyone is going to feel comfortable or able mm. to sit down and write a eulogy, but a bumper sticker or a, like a personal motto, yeah, mm. we can do yeah. that. And it's general enough, I yes. think, as well for, for you to explore more and maybe unpick a little bit later and we'll share values, our core values in the next episode, which is another distillation of... Mm. Yeah, exactly. This one. Yeah. Kind of another layer down. So I think for me, what, what, what doing this, what writing my eulogy did was it snapped things into perspective, first of all. The things that I spent so much time stressing about or worrying about or concerning myself with, they do not feature in my eulogy. Like they're just not there. They are not something that I worry about when I'm thinking about the end of my life, you know. Um and I think there's something very, very important in that. You know, Bronnie Ware wrote that uh, blog post, Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. And I think it's our responsibility to learn from stuff like that. 
And it's so true. Like none of what those regrets were were revolving around social media or, you know, stylishness of clothing or anything like that. But what it also asked me to do when I read back over my eulogy was to, to really question myself and say, am I living a life today that would eventuate in that eulogy? And the answer was no. And that was a horrible feeling. If I continued down the path of life that I was following that day, that would not be my eulogy. So for me, that was where the really powerful shift came. Because in order for me to change, I needed to change. And I think that's why yours is so powerful as well. Because that is such a, like a really concrete touchstone. You're like, am I doing this? Am I living this? And if the answer is yes, wonderful. And if the answer is no, it's a matter of looking deeper and going, why? So as always, we, we like to finish with some kind of concrete action for you to, to think on over the week. And this week, following on from last week, where you just started to think about your why, we really want you to just ask yourself a few questions. You may want to start putting these ideas down on paper. I'd still really recommend to not judge or censor yourself. This is not, you know, a creative writing competition or anything like that. It's just starting to make sense of your thoughts and your feelings on this. But ask yourself, you know, in an ideal world with everything that's important to you at the center of your life, what do you want to leave behind? What do you want your legacy to be? How do you want people to sum, sum up the things that you did or the, you know, the things that you left behind? But also what don't you want to leave behind? And then take a step back from that and ask yourself, what would my life look like or what might it look like if I lived in accordance with those things? And how different is it to the way you're living today? How similar is it? And just sit with that for a week. I don't know. That might, that might be really challenging. I feel like it could be quite challenging. But ask yourself. Head over to the blog, first of all, where, where I've written these questions down. Um, and just feel free to start thinking on them in a way that's comfortable for you. So uh, slowyourhome.com slash 152 for today's show notes. And yeah, good luck this week thinking it through. A hesitant good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Please come back next week. Please, please do come back next week. Uh, before you do go, though, I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, but um, you may not have caught it. For anyone who lives in Sydney on the 30th of April, 2017, where I'm putting on a, an event with Alex Stewart from Low Tox Life and Kelly Exeter from A Lifeless Frantic. They both have podcasts on Jackrabbit. I co-host a podcast with Kelly called Let It Be. But we are putting on an event called A Simpler Way. And it's a half day uh, event where Alex, Kelly and myself are all going to speak about simplifying. Uh, specifically focused on simplifying the home and life, you know, time and, and calendar and scheduling, all that kind of stuff. And also food. Uh, there's going to be opportunity for question and answers. We're going to have some afternoon tea together. It'll just be a really lovely way to start talking to, to other people who are on a similar kind of path. So if you're in Sydney, if you're keen, if you want to bring a friend or a sister or someone, uh, head over to a simpler way. Or a brother. Or a brother. Yes. <laughs> like I had to jump on the microphone to say that. Uh, or a partner. Head over to a simpler way. Or a brother from another mother. <laughs> Anyone you want. (laughs) 
head over to asimplerway.com.au and you can get all the details and uh, grab a ticket there. In the meantime, though, have a wonderful week. Jackrabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.